Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Financial Plan and Explained. My name is Mike Menninger, certified financial planner and owner and founder of Menninger and Associates Financial Planning. Uh, I have a special guest with me today, uh, happens to share a similar spelling of his last name and also happens to be my favorite son. <laughs> uh, welcome, Tim. Welcome to my Thank show. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, years ago, my mother had a picture on the table when I was sixth grade and he walks in the room and I couldn't believe how much he looked like my picture. All I could tell him is, this is what you have to look forward to in 30 years. So anyway, um, Tim is a software engineer, works for Green Hill Software, um, high-end um, software. Didn't you say at one time they're the largest private software company or am I dreaming that one? I think you're dreaming on that one. All right, one. I'm dreaming that one. Okay, no problem. But they're big. I mean, they're, they're, they're really big, aren't they? Yeah, you know, they're, they're, it's, I would say it's moderate. Um, I think it's something like 400 to 500 employees. Okay, that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then half, half of us are, are engineers. And what are the other half? <laughs> Non-engineers. <laughs> okay, that's uh, cool. You know, sales, administration, oh, et cetera. Okay. I got you. you know. I got you. Well, I think you told me one thing that was pretty cool. Didn't you say that the um, Green Hills made the operating system of all commercial airlines? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure, I shouldn't say all just for the sake of correctness, I guess. Right. Yeah, exactly, you know. Um, but, you know, the, the, the way the story goes is we, we develop an operating system. Uh, an operating system, I mean, you can kind of think of that like Windows is right. an operating system and such, um, Linux. And uh, the kind of bread and butter of our operating system is that we went through the effort of formally proving its security. So what that really entails is we made all the effort that we could to make sure that this was, you know, a, a very simple architecture. Um, because the more things that you put in it, the more there is to prove uh, that is correct. Uh, and once we were, you know, happy with it, we went through the process of formally proving it, which means all of the claims that we are making about this operating system being secure um, are indeed true and, and, and mathematical fact, uh, more or less. And uh, the reason this really even started is because at some point back in the mid-90s, uh, our CEO, he went to some aviation conference. And <clears throat> at this conference, he's kind of listening to this guy talk about his software that he puts on his plane. And he's talking about, you know, oh man, you know, we did this and this and this. Um, back in the 90s, uh, uh, the actual hardware that you had to work on was getting far more complex and you could do more and more and more with less space and less hardware. And so we saw this transition from a system, we'll use a plane as an example since that's kind of, you know, the inception of this, where each functionality of the plane was kind of its own physical board, its own physical right. system, and it's connected with wires. 
So let's say worst case scenario, uh, you've got one of these boards and, and all it really controls are the cabin lights. And you know, you have some dummy who puts in some terrible bug and it just fries this board. Well, the rest of the boards are still fine. You've still got your autopilot board that is, you know, completely untouched by that, you know, fire of it. Well, right. you probably don't want to fire on a plane, but, uh, you know, it's completely untouched by whatever failure you had over here in, in left field. Well, like I said, when uh, electronics started getting more complex, uh, it became far more cheaper to just consolidate all of this. Uh, why spend all this money on a bunch of different chips and put them all over the plane when I can just have a single board, a single CPU, a single set of memory, put one program on it, and, and go? That sounds good, except for one thing. If one thing goes bad, everything's bad. See, now, if I had something go in the cabin lights, well, guess what? Just live without lights for a little while. But if one thing goes and it's the brain that controls the entire plane, I kind of think opposite. <laughs> yeah, well, um, great segue. Uh, so th that's exactly the problem that we kind of were listening to as this, I probably shouldn't say the name of the company, I think I can, but I shouldn't, as this company is just talking about their software. And the guy, our CEO, is sitting here thinking, you're doing what? You're putting all this on, on one board? You have your coffee maker, a button on your coffee maker running on the same set of hardware as the thing that you're really relying on not, not to take the plane into a nosedive? Um, that's ridiculous. But that, that makes no sense. Why would you do that? And, you know, so what if I could tell you that uh, there's an operating system somewhere where I can simulate in software the exact same separation that you had when you had, you know, a dozen different boards around the plane. Um, but since I'm simulating that all in software, uh, you can still put it all on one chip. You still get to uh, have your bottom line have, you know, fewer hardware. There's fewer failure points, uh, physical failure points, and so on. And the guy's eating it up like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. Um, I'd like to buy that, please. He's like, oh. I have to make it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, uh, all right, well, you know, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get back to you on that one. So he goes and he... This is your CEO now. This is our CEO, yeah. And, you know, and he's running a company at this point. Like, this was not our first and only, only product. I mean, the, the company had, had a pretty good reputation for the other few things um, that we do. But, uh, but so in his spare time, he goes and he, he writes this operating system kind of to that same spec. In his spare time. In his spare okay, time. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and he comes back to that conference a year later. And he goes, tell me about that software again. He goes, yeah, this, it's still all on the same chip. He goes, isn't it? How do you test that? I mean, at some point, somebody's got to fly that plane that you have, you have no idea. That coffee bug could be taking out the rest of your plane. And he goes, yeah, let me, let, let me tell you what that process is like. We write our code. We build it. We think it's right. We put it on a plane, and then somebody's got to get in there and fly that plane. Scary as all heck. Like, it is scary. You know, it sucks. Nobody Could they likes do it in it. a simulator. They could, but there's uh, there are things that that the simulator. I mean, it's just a simulator, right? There, you can't you can't encapsulate every possible thing that might go wrong. Um, so you can do most things, and so you know you 
kind of go into this relatively sure that, that the plane's going to take off and, and probably more importantly that it's going to land. Um, Softly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Land, land, it it yeah. always lands. Yeah, it always lands, you know. Um, and that, that the pilot is going to, you know, live to do the next flight. Right, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 it's scary. So he's like, well, that operating system, uh, I've got one for you. And so, you know, they're talking. He kind of goes over all these features that I just mentioned as far as, you know, the simulated separation and you can do this and, and you know, you might have some, you know, every, every software company that's writing in these planes, they, I mean, programmers are, are of all different levels of, of expertise and whatnot. Like, surely somebody is going to have Make a, a bad day. Yeah, right. I mean, you know... I, you probably write on the order of 10,000 lines of code in a year. And surely it's, you're not going to write an essay without a single typo. Right. You know, so, you know, it's, it's perfectly reasonable and accepted and, and, and everybody does it. They make mistakes. Everybody trips. Um, but now you have an operating system where all you need to do is make absolute certain that these, you know, we call them security critical components the things that's controlling your ailerons, your uh, uh, control panel, your autopilot, and so on. Um, now you only need to focus on making sure those do not fail. Everything else, I mean, obviously you don't want other things to fail, but, but the, the cool thing about this operating system is that, excuse me, it can fail. It can fail. It can fail on the same chip uh, as everything else, and it will not affect anything else. And so he takes this, and they buy it. You know, it goes, and the first kind of litmus test for this, or, or our first customer for this operating system, I believe was Lockheed um, with their B1B International or Intercontinental Nuclear Bomber. So you know, that's that, that's the kind of thing that I, I don't want that to fail. I mean, especially not over uh, over land where people are. So it goes into this, and that's kind of what. What kicked us off the ground? That um, tested it. Yeah. So once tested you tested it, then the airline said, "All right, this is cool. We'll put it in ours." So yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 a funny thing. Like, uh, people are lazy. You know, not to say not to say the government's lazy, but um, but it 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 says a lot if somebody that you care very highly about or that you esteem very highly, like the U.S. government. Um, you saying that I esteem highly for the U.S. government? You you esteem their opinion highly. You think? Oh, if, you think I esteem their opinion highly? If you think that they, if they're putting all their eggs into this one basket, it's like that's pretty great. Like, I'm not going to do my research. Like, they already did it for me. They vetted this software system. It worked for them. Let's go with them. Like, that seems that seems like a pretty good idea. Um, and so you know, we we had this great first customer that was kind of reason for everybody else to trust us, um, whether they did their research or not. And so that operating system uh, just kind of started to snowball into more and more um, applications. So this is the thing he did on his spare time. Next thing you know, he's got this thinking operating system in every single airline, basically close Basically, to yeah. I mean, so um, plain, it's, it's the way that I like to explain it is if the failure of this thing would be catastrophic, death or some sort yeah. of, uh, there's a very good chance that, that this operating system is in it. So it's in a lot of cars. I, oh, really? 
Uh, it's in a lot of cars, yeah. Um, I know it's the one designed by uh, Greenhouse? Mm-hmm. I know that. It's in a lot of cars, trains, power grid, um, planes, like you said, the, the drones. Uh, I mean, you name it. It's in a lot of medical devices. Uh, really? Anything okay. that you think, like, gosh, I really hope that doesn't fail on me. Uh, there's, there's, there's a pretty good chance that it's got this uh, integrity. It's called integrity, the operating yeah. system. Um, there's a very good chance that it's running this software. Well, I remember asking you a question um, six months ago, a year ago, whatever it was, when Boeing had their issue with the, was it the Max 737 or something like that? Yeah, the 737 Where, Max. Yeah, or, and or 47. I asked you, I was like, wow, is that going to take you guys down? And you didn't know the answer, to, but you came back to me with it. Go ahead and explain. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm no expert. I, I am somewhat familiar with it, but um, at the time that you asked that, the, the immediate answer I had was... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the second immediate answer they had then was, you know, that, that, that wasn't our job, you know. We're the operating system. We give this operating system to companies, and these companies take it, and then they use it to leverage whatever they want for their own applications. Right. And so uh, this plane failing was equivalent to if you're ever on, on a computer, a laptop, your phone, and your app closes all of a sudden. Like, you didn't press anything, it closes. You can't blame Windows for an app closing. Right. That's, that's because the app did something. Windows said, hey, you're not allowed to do that. I'm going to close you now, in so many words. Yeah. Um, and, and so for that reason, I, I mean, I wouldn't know, but I don't think that we had any legal liability there. We said, here's an operating system. It's secure until you change it. And if they changed it... Oh, it's on you. Yeah. That's right. You know? Um, the thing that actually happened, from what I understand, and it could be wrong, um, the way that, that you know, the same kind of things work uh, is they have a bunch of sensors. And for this disaster in particular, there are, I want to say, three sensors on that plane, uh, uh, identical sensors. Uh, they're probably different sensor brands so that you kind of get three three different opinions, right, so right. to speak, because if they all have the same bug, then they're all going to fail at the same time. And the way that most things work, that, that the sensor is basically relied on to, to keep things going normally, right. is they have what's called redundancy. They will get more than they need. So in this case, there were three. And they will read the values from all three sensors, which are all, in this case, um, sensing the, uh, the, the angle of the plane. Right, 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 right. Uh, and it will take the majority value. If two of them say three degrees and one of them says negative 12, it's going to say three degrees. Right. Uh, and at this point now, if you're, if you're saying, you know, this sensor fails one every one million times, you know, you basically multiple, uh, compound that together because now two of them have to fail and they have to fail in the exact same way for you to... to mistake this as the correct value when it really wasn't. Um, I think what happened in that disaster is for some reason only one of the sensors, only one of the three sensors was red. 
and I, I could be wrong, maybe somebody should fact check all this, but um, what happened was this sensor would, something made it go haywire, and uh, it would think that the plane was beginning to stall, which means it's, you know, the, the, the nose of the plane is too far up and it's gonna basically topple if you go too, far, uh, too much more. And the plane's autopilot would say, oh man, that's too much. I, I gotta put the nose back down so that I go straight. And it kept doing that and doing that and doing that and doing that. And it goes down. And it goes down. That's not good, by the way. No, that's, uh, <laughs> there are a lot of people who would probably agree with you. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, we're up against break. Um, what I want to do on the next segment is talk about what you're doing now. And I think what you're doing now is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, they're in the process. He graduated college in 2017, has been working on one project ever since. And I refer to it as the third phone. We all think of the Apple and the Android. Well, this is the third one as I refer to it. Then again, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to software engineering. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be back and we'll be talking about the third phone. Thank you. We'll be back. Have you saved enough for retirement? Are you financially prepared for an emergency or unexpected event? Have you thought about your financial future? Hi, I'm Mike Manager, founder of Manager & Associates Financial Planning. For over 20 years, we have been answering our clients' questions just like these as we develop unique and comprehensive financial plans tailored to meet their needs. When addressing your financial plan, we incorporate your entire financial picture, including taxes, estate planning, as well as investment planning and retirement planning. So call us today for a complimentary, no obligation consultation. A unique approach to financial planning. Welcome back to Financial Planning Explained here with Tim Menninger, uh, software engineer at Green Hill Software. Um, I want to talk about the third phone. Uh, this is the project you've been working on since you started working. And, you know, I refer to it as the third phone, but this one really stands out. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I was telling you before the break about, uh, about this operating system. You can have some terrible programmer uh, accidentally take down the system and it, it'll keep everything else kind of isolated and, and totally agnostic. Um, well, you know, that operating system, like I said, kind of developed, and at some point, internet came to be a thing. And this... Al Gore invented that. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> um, and so this operating system, which we kind of proved, well, you know, these innocuous accidental bugs won't take it down. Well, it turns out what we can do is is kind of use that same concept for the internet. So the most prevalent way that things get hacked is over the internet. And the idea is, well, by the same kind of concept that uh, a crash in one particular part of your code can't take this down, well, neither can uh, that same part of the code um, being hacked by the internet. Everything we do, we assume worst case scenario that well, there's just this part of code that is doing everything it can to take down the system. Uh, and if you design your system properly on top of this operating system, that will not affect the important parts. It won't be hacked. Right. Okay. Um, so fast forward, you know, 20 years now, and we are now leveraging this operating system and a lot of the same design principles, keeping everything separate. 
to implement and create a new smartphone. So the project that I've been working on at Green Hills is exactly that. And you know, this isn't like a lot of the big name companies where they have an established phone. You go to Apple and they have an established phone and when they come out with the next iPhone, you're not making a new phone, you're really just adding and to features, the existing yeah, one. Right, right. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that do get rewritten and everything like that, but, but the, fun, the foundation of it all stays the same. Um, and that's why a lot of those existing phones, a lot, all of those existing phones uh, are insecure and very easily hackable. Um, they're kind of built and you race to get something that works and then you decide, I'm just going to try and retroactively fix all the problems. And, and that just, that's hard to do. It's, it's, it's very difficult to do, especially uh, the more code you have. So for example, um, if you're running Android on your phone, I think the count is in the 24 million lines of code in just the operating system, and just the kernel, which is the most important part. The kernel can do anything on your phone for the most part. Um, our operating system, more in the 10 to 12,000 range. Wouldn't you think 24 million is a lot more than 10 or 12,000? Uh, it's a <laughs> smidge, you know. Um, but so, so why does that make yours better if it's only 10,000? I mean, I understand simpler, but if you're trying to make something more secure, I would expect it to be more complex. Uh, it's, it, funny enough, it actually ends up being almost the exact opposite. Um, if you make something simple, it makes it much harder for you to make an accidental bug because it's step one, step two, step three, rather than this whole web of logic. And it also makes it easier for somebody who's looking at your code to catch any mistakes. Um, and that's, that's kind of how we were able to actually uh, formally prove this at all, was by keeping it this simple. Uh, but the other part of it is because there's so many fewer lines of code, which uh, you know just means less logic, uh, this is, like I said, the most important part. This can do anything um, on the phone or whatever device it is. Uh, by having it small, you have to kind of be very selective about what things are in there and then take everything else out. And the way that software in general works is you have this core, which is kind of the gatekeeper for doing particular things, accessing the camera, writing to memory, sending something on the internet. You have this core that's in charge of that, and then you have these other auxiliary things that kind of ask for permission. So Android, for example, will put a lot of its network stack, a lot of its logic that knows how to send to the internet into that very important part, but the internet is this scary void of you gotta assume somebody's hacking you. Uh, so take that out. Take that out, make that be all the way over here where if it goes down because it's talking to the internet, fine, everything else is still working right. properly. But the core is protected from all of the ancillary mm -hmm. crap. And all the core is responsible for doing is saying, oh, you want to write to this place in memory, I know how to do that and it'll do it, or it'll say you want to write in that place of memory, and it'll say, no, you're not allowed to do that. That's reserved for that stuff over there. Um, so when you kind of take all of this together, 
uh, you can, you, I mean, you have a lot of flexibility. So this smartphone has that same core that we are- The new one you're working on. The new one that I'm working on. Well, we have this core and there's very little that you can do without, you know, intentionally putting things in that will do it. There's very little that you can do if you design it properly, which is a total another problem in and of itself. Um, where you can make a secure phone. So we have, you know, a text messaging app and it knows how to send things to and from the internet. But to or from the internet or is it to and from other people? Well, it'll be to and from other people uh, via the internet. And the way really? that- Really? Mm, well, so as soon as you're sending it over the internet, isn't that where you lose your security? That's where you lose your security. So the, the design of this is more or less, make sure everything internally is secure. And, and will not fail and will not be hacked. And then the very last step before it gets to the internet is your encryption step. Most other things kind of slap on encryption to try and say, oh, you know, this thing that was previously insecure is now secure because nobody can intercept my messages and understand it. That's probably true. They can't intercept your messages and handle it and, and uh, understand it. But what they can probably also do is just send you a message, it gets decrypted, and now it's inside the, uh, the, the important parts, and then it does what it's meant to do to, to exploit something. For example, there was a, a, a famous bug on iPhone a long time ago. Um, I call it the effective power bug, and it got all this press because you could send a, a text message with a specific string of letters, and if you received it, your phone would crash and it would turn off immediately. And if the right person knew how to do that, they could use that and leverage it to actually access all of your data. The same thing happened in, in Android. Um, really? Instead of a text message, it was an image. I send you this special image and what it does, it takes over your phone and sends me everything on your phone. Wow, it was, I, somebody figured that out. So yep. basically what you guys are doing is you're creating a third phone that is secure. And yes. I didn't realize that if I'm ever sending anyone a text, it's effectively going through the internet and back again. Yes. I never knew that. Yep. That's and the, so what you guys are doing For is, the most part, it could also go through cell towers. Which, yeah, okay, yeah, same it, difference, yeah, same exactly. difference. So your phone isn't exactly cheap either. It's like a couple few thousand dollars, easy. How much are they going for? You know, I don't know. And even if I did, I don't know if I'd be able to say. But they're um, not cheap. And they're not cheap. And so, like, it seems to me that who would spend that kind of money on something that is secure, it makes sense. FBI, the exactly. government, and, and international governments and stuff like that. It seems like they would be the buyers of Absolutely. this because it, the, it makes sense. From what I understand, we also have a similar concept, but for a laptop um, that the FBI has signed on with. And... And we're hoping that that's kind of the springboard for this phone. We do have uh, customers, as far as I'm concerned, for the phone uh, that you know I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, the FBI is common, open yeah, public you knowledge. Yeah, but, right. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, FBI, CIA. I mean, the FBI previously, uh, you know, everything's on paper. Yeah, it's, you're not going to get hacked. Your, your notebook's never going to get hacked. Right. You know, well, I guess you could use a sat. There's a lot of ways you could uh, kind of peak, I guess, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> hey, so tell me a little bit, because we're running out of time here. Yeah. Um, 
like, what do you specialize in? Me personally, I mean, I personalize, I mean, I'm personalized. I specialize in, in low-level software, which means uh, when you have any system, there's a bunch of different levels of software. You have, you know, the very bottom, which is like, I know how to write memory to address 0x, 1, A, B, whatever. And then you have the thing on top of it that says, well, I know how to use that part of it to, um, to, to set a timer. To, to, you know, I don't know where the timer is on the system, but I know that that guy does, so I'm going to ask him for time, and I can do this. And then on top of that, you have another thing, and on top, and on top, and on top. Um, and the, the farther you get away from bare metal, um, the more that's abstracted away. I specialize in that lower level stuff. And the reason that that is kind of this niche area is because when I say things are abstracted away, the things that could go wrong, you don't really see them as much. You know, when you're on a web app, when you're on any, any app on your phone, or no, if you're on a browser and you're on an, a website, you know, you have that code that's running here, which is talking to code that's back somewhere on some server, which is talking to some application code, operating system, firmware, down to bare metal. Um, if your software on the browser crashes, that's fine. Like, nobody really sees or notices that. I mean, the user might be annoyed. Um, but there's not much you can do from up there that actually really violates things on the server side. Um, but when you're actually writing that server-side code that's you know, very close to bare metal, uh, you have a lot of privilege. And with that, obviously, you get a lot of responsibility not to so what application is there for that? I mean, I guess I don't, not knowing much about software other than I use it, what is, what is the specific application? Uh, oh, for, for what I do? Yeah. Uh, anything, that, anything that has a button or a light or anything like that is running software to some degree, if it's been made since, you know, the 90s or so. Right. Um, I, you know, anything. The microphone. It, it doesn't necessarily have to have a screen to be running software. Um, so what I'm doing is kind of below the part that you see, and it's the part that kind of understands the exact components of your system, what, uh, how to talk to them and everything like that, and then you just kind of... So what you're saying basically is everything relies on software more than we realize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, more than we realize, absolutely. All right, we got to go. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I hope you had fun in the show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, lots of stuff in the software side. I think it's really cool. The, the third phone, uh, all the different software development that Green Hills is doing is just remarkable. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, have a great week, and thank you for tuning in, and look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.